one. Hi guys, we're getting to another episode of When the Scriptures Become Real. It's gonna podcast where we learn, where we study, where we grow. Uh, where we try to become the best versions of ourselves as we can as we continue to serve our Lord. We have two special guests with us today, but before we get into that, um, again, make sure you like and subscribe to the podcast on YouTube. Uh, you can find the podcast anywhere that you can get your podcast. Um, and then we would love for you to subscribe, and we're thankful that you've subscribed to us. We're already up to uh, 11.3K in download so far, so we continue to grow. And thank you guys so much for sharing and liking the podcast, and we hope we can continue to grow with you guys. All right, so before we get into our topic, we got to introduce the two guys that we got. All right, so we'll, we'll let these guys introduce themselves, then we'll get into the topic. So, Jonathan, uh, introduce yourselves uh, to the people here. All right. Hi, my name is Jonathan. Um, I'm from Oliver, Mississippi. Um, I'm 18, and I'm planning on going to college in the fall, and I'm just enjoying my summer right now. So, yeah. Nice. Oh, Jonathan Rickles, and we've got the Joker himself. <laughs> oh, Sam. Uh, Sam. Sam Rickles. Uh, I, you can find me in the Memphis area. Uh, I'm currently a junior in college, and at the moment, I'm running uh my business Ooh, see now these guys now the thing why i had these guys on is because they were actually uh youth guys at the at forest hill when i was there in school and so we kind of developed uh, a strong bomb while we were there and i've already got two of the best little brothers but then i got two more when i got to the school so uh, appreciate these guys and i'm glad they can be on with us all right so guys let's get into what we're talking about today so The topic is um, learning to grow with your teacher. Um, And when I mean teacher, not necessarily like school teacher, but in the, in the, the realm of uh, like ministry, learning to grow with, with your youth worker. And so a lot of times uh, working in youth ministry, kind of, we have the privilege to, to work with you guys and work with other people. And so that's like a, that's a great thing that we have to do. But many times what happens is, a lot of the youth ministers, they're labeled as as like the fun guy, like if that makes sense. So they're labeled as just the guy that just, all right, let's, let's drop the kids off and they can have fun with so-and-so. And then they get a little bit of spiritual stuff, but then, you know, they'll just go with the fun guy. But we got to remember as we learn to grow with our teacher, if, the, if we want you guys to grow with us, then we have to show a sense of dignity too. So we're still gospel preachers as we're as we're teaching and learning with you guys and so what the youth minister should be to the youth he should be a teacher of good things and so we're not we're still gospel preachers as well so we're not exempt from teaching the gospel and we're not exempt from letting you guys know what the gospel is either we can have fun but we're also supposed to teach you guys how to evangelize how to live christian lives right and so as we kind of talk about this, um, I'll start with you, Jonathan, as you as you thought about this topic of kind of learning to grow with your youth minister or, or a teacher. Give me kind of some verses or some things and thoughts that you had. And then, Sam, you can you can jump into. Um, well, for the first thing, like I thought about when like you introduced the topic, like I was thinking that like like a teacher is somebody that like helps you kind of learn like they're going to they're like not just a school teacher, but just someone that's going to help you learn and teach you. Like, you know, as long as like, you know, we're talking about a youth minister, like they help you learn stuff about the Bible. But at the same time, there's someone else that also encourages you. Like I know in the past, like like you and 
the minister, the youth minister that we have now, like they're they're like the most encouraged people, like the people that have encouraged me the most out of everybody that I know, like have pushed me to reach these goals that I've gotten to. And like some verses I, I found or that I thought of were Titus uh, 2 and 7 through 8. And that verse is saying like, it's telling us like, you know, like, as a teacher, this is what a teacher like does for them. Like they, it said, as it reads, in all things showing thyself a pattern of good works and doctrine showing, and doctrine showing uncorrupt, uncorruptness, gravity, sincerity, sound speech that cannot be condemned, that he that that is of the contrary part may be ashamed, having no evil thing to say of you. Yeah, like that that kind of stuck out to me because it's like as that as that teacher to me, they're like there's someone that's going to like continue to show this pattern of like being that person for you, being that person that teaches you the, these things, being that person that you can always go back to that. They're going to give you some piece of advice or something that encourages you. Yeah. Sam, you have something before we keep going? No, I, I agree with what Jonathan's saying. Uh, you, you really want to keep that relationship where you uh, maintain the, your, the dignity of both parties. Yeah. You keep, you know, unfouling, unclean things from being thought of being thought of you and and you know of course say it out of yourself yeah and and when you when you brought that up in, in titus chapter two you got to remember too you know paul is actually writing to him so paul is actually learning from his teacher so i mean that's the that's the great thing about as you and for those that are listening that work in youth ministry um i think a lot of times we have a misconception of what it is I think sometimes, and I made the mistake too when I started with you guys. So the mistake was, all right, so in order for me to get to know the youth, we just got to do fun stuff. And then after the fun stuff, then we'll start teaching them. See, what we have to do is when our, I don't know if you guys remember, but when our relationship started getting real close there in Memphis, yeah, we had fun, but it was, it started getting closer when we had those late night talks in the youth room or mm -hmm. in my office or in my apartment or at, at whoever else's house. So when we talked about scripture, when we talked about this is what's going on, because we got to remember, not only are we trying to help you guys as what Paul was helping um, Titus, we got to remember you guys are going through real problems. You know, so fun stuff is not going to solve problems. It can mask it for a while, but it's not going to solve what you guys are going through. And so like what you mentioned in Titus, what the one thing that we can do is we can help you guys in good works uh, in gravity and sincerity that you have sound speech. So the way, and here's, here's something that I've learned from a guy. He said, show me your youth minister and I'll be able to show you what your youth are like. So if your youth minister isn't Titus chapter two, if your youth minister is just a fun guy, I can show you a picture of what his youth is like. And so this is the great thing about teaching is that we're actually helping each other. So what's the next verse that you had uh, coming up, Jonathan? Um, my next verse was going to be De Deuteronomy 32, 2 and 3. Oh, and before you keep going, guys, we want you guys to follow along with us like we do before. So open up your Bible to these scriptures and uh, and follow along as we read these. All right, so what was this one, Deuteronomy what now? Uh, Deuteronomy 32, verses 2 and 3. And I, in this verse, like, uh, God is talking to Moses or Moses is like, it's pretty much Moses is like talking to God here. And he's saying like, 
he's saying it, it reads my doctrine shall drop as the rain my speech shall distill as the dew as the small rain upon the tender herb herb and as the showers upon the grass because i will publish the name of the lord and ascribe he greatness unto our god he's hmm. saying here like what i what i kind of got from that was like he's saying like what he's trying to do for the people the israelites like here like he's trying to show them like what he's saying like it should it should touch you like rain like it should be fresh to you it should like what he says should be like the do like in the morning like it refreshes you every time you hear from him or like every time you speak to him like what he has to say he's gonna like make you feel like refreshed i guess like and it doesn't have to just be any it can't just be it's not like just advice but like even in scripture like like what they're going to teach you is like refreshing you in that state of mind of Jesus. Ooh, that's good. John or Sam, what do you got on that? Well, I mean, tying into like what you guys are talking about being refreshed in, uh, you know, like if you like show me your youth minister and I'll, and I'll see your youth at the congregation. What, what, what I can think of from like that time and still in my life and feel like it probably doesn't really go away. You know, it's, it's a real stormy you know, sometimes in life, yeah, and, uh, yeah, it is. You know, and if you have, you just try to have fun in the youth, youth group, and you know, church in general. Because I mean, that's something that, you know, I've seen a lot, some churches go towards just being fun. Is that is that like it's like it's like it's like in a time of like a hurricane's coming, and instead of going to the house that's up on the rock, which you know might not be as nice, you go to the house that's built upon the sand and be like, well, I'm just going to stay here because it's fun in here. You know, mm -hmm. I want fun while the storms, in. and then you just get wa washed away because. You know, you decide to go to the house that's not really built on anything solid. Right. And the crazy thing is, like, when you talk about that, the, the, the thing that youth ministers that we don't understand sometimes is y'all aren't going to tell us that. You know what I mean? So you're yeah. not going to tell us, you know, at least at first, you know, you're not going to say, hey, I'm going through this. Yeah. That's, and so that's it's yeah. What are you going to say? That's that's what I was going to bring up. Like the fact that like. Like when we think, when you think about the youth minister at first, like when people are coming into the youth group, like they're like, oh, well, I see them doing fun things. So like, yeah, why wouldn't I want to be a part of that? But when it starts getting to the point where like there's disagreements or like somebody's actually going through something like, and they don't, and they don't know what to do. Like usually like they're like trying to figure out what they need to do. So they start asking other youth. Well, like, right. that youth minister is there to like actually answer those questions. Like he's not just the fun guy. Like that's why I was seeing like, that that's a person that you can actually go to for good advice. Like if you're going through something actually. And that's why I was like, that's, that's what made me think when you were talking about like, you know, the youth minister and like, you know, show me your youth minister. I'll show you your youth. Like when they're going through something like that youth minister needs to be there. Like they're a great resource. Yeah. And you think, and I love that example that you brought Sam. I never thought about it that way. So with, with Deuteronomy with Jonathan brought up kind of as the, as the dew on the rain, sometimes we got to understand a storm is coming if it's not already there in their lives. If it's not there, it's coming. And so when that storm's coming as a youth minister, like you said, so if I'm just leading you to that house built on sand, it's fun to go to the beach, right? It's fun to do all that stuff. But then when, when life really hits, then you're not strong enough to handle what goes on. And then next thing you know, then they leave the Lord because when they were with the youth minister, and when they were in the church, they didn't get anything. And so my admonition to the youth ministers is give them the word. So I think what what hurts us and what I hear a lot, well, studying is not that fun. You know, they don't, it seems like we get more people if we do more stuff than study. You get 
the thing about it is you guys remember when we would study and when we would start having these conversations, um, you know, sometimes on a consistent basis, it might only be just maybe us three and Matt at the time, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe a couple extra every, every once in a while. But remember when it was just, and then when we did something fun, then like 50, you know, a bunch of people would show up. But then yeah. once we really got to the nitty gritty, it was us consistently for. And so the thing is, I don't know about you guys, but I remember those times more than the fun stuff. I don't even remember half of the stuff. I mean, we went all around Memphis, you know, doing whatever. But I remember, all right, man, we studied this, we grew. And now we're even talking six, seven years later because yeah. we grew with that relationship um, with Christ. That's a great verse. I'm gonna look, That's a sermon, bro. In Deuteronomy <laughs> chapter 32, are you preparing your kids for the hurricane? Are you preparing your kids for the storm? That's legit. You guys get anything else before we keep going? Um, no, I'm ready to go to the next verse. Yeah, let's go to the next one. Um, my next, the next verse I found was Proverbs one five, and it says, "It says a wise man will hear, a wise man will hear and will increase learning, and a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsel." And so, like what I thought with this verse, like what we were just talking about, like, like that youth minister is there like as a resource like if you're gonna be like you know a follower of god or a christian like like the proverbs say like if you're gonna be a wise man like wise men don't just like live like as they want to like what sam was saying like they don't just go to the fun you know like to the beach like they like even when the storm's coming like they need to go to shelter like they need to go to the, uh, the high place and like what i was seeing here is like a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsel like if you're going to try to understand, you're going to try to like get through what you're going through. Like you're going to need to attain, like you're going to have to go to somebody that's wiser than you and that knows more about like what you're going through. And if they have the same experience that you have, then why wouldn't you want to go to them? Cause they're going to, they're going to tell you advice that help them get through it as well. Right. Oh, that's good. Sam. Yeah. If you, if you look down a little bit further in, in, in this chapter, you look at chapter 10, it's my son, if sinners entice thee not, consent thou not, and you, you keep going with that, you know, you, you can kind of, kind of see Solomon's kind of giving you an example of, hey, you know, I've seen, you know, you might think, oh, I'm going to go have fun, you know, I'm not, I don't want to go hang around for the Bible study after church, I want to go hang with, hang with the boys or girls, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to go out there, but then you look at like, you know, uh, verse 15, my son walk not thou in the way with them, refrain thy foot from their path, for four and verse 16 their feet run to evil and make haste to shed blood mm. i mean obviously i mean i mean i don't know about everybody but you know, we never got up to, <laughs> but, you know as a youth group but i mean but i mean like the, the same the, you still hurt people without hurt like shedding their blood yeah and you can easily fall into that if you don't if you're not making that that foundation upon the rock you know i mean if you don't start there you're not going to have anything to show for it because, you know, yeah. you're going to wind up, like, when you graduate high school and, you know, have to be on your own and be like, okay, where do I go? I'm I'm, I'm alone. Yeah. I got, yeah. I got nothing. <laughs> See, and this is, and this is, and this is why I love talking to you guys, because this is the thing when, when you're with a youth group and whether you're still with them or you move away, you should still be able to talk years later and have Bible conversations like this. And so like what you talked about, um, Sam and Jonathan talking about um, a wise man will hear. See, here's the, the thing about, you know, as we teach you guys, what happens so many times is everybody wants to have fun. And the next thing you know, we're talking about Christian people now. 
they're living versus 10 through 16. So like you said, they might never get to the point of physically, you know, running to evil and, and shedding blood, but in other ways they can with their own brethren. And so what happens so many times is Sam, they leave their house, they realize they're on their own and they realize they're not as strong as they were or not as strong as they thought they were because you're really alone now. So, I mean, I know, I don't know about you guys, but I miss those times that we had. So, you know, I haven't had that since we left. I've had it, you know, I'm getting it more now, but it's been a while since I had what we had. And so the thing we got to work. So while we're together, like Jonathan said, so what do we need to be talking about while we're together? We need to be talking about wisdom. And where does wisdom come from? It comes from the word. This is only going to help you guys get better. Now, sometimes, you know, people make the excuse, well, you know, it's not it's not the fun thing to study. You know, it's not the fun thing. To, yeah. So would you rather study and actually have some wisdom or later on your life is in shambles because you weren't willing to sit down with your youth minister and study? So I think yeah. these are just man. Proverbs is just so practical, man. Uh, can, I, can I jump in? Yeah. About being, you know, you got to prepare yourself. Uh, one thing I one thing I kind of like I learned, I kind of stumbled upon early on and. I could like like kind of towards the later days of the youth group, like uh, era uh, for me. It's like you look at like Genesis like six and seven and eight. We talk about the flood. It's like you know God saying you know hey uh, you know everybody else around you is doing wicked things. Uh, you probably you might want to go do that. You might not uh, Noah and, and uh, Noah's sons. But hey, guess what? It's going to rain soon, and you're all going to die if you don't build this boat. Yeah, you don't, you don't know what rain is. You, you don't know. You, it's, it's like saying, hey, hey, Jonathan, there's going to be a fire tornado if you don't build this house like out of, I don't know, clay, red clay. Yeah. Found at this hill. Like, there's no fire tornadoes. It's, it's stupid. Like, that's <laughs> silly. But then, but then, hey, there's a fire tornado. You're just going to stand like, hey, hey. You're not ready for it. Hey, can you open up the door? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of scary out there. That's crazy, <laughs> man. On your own. You, know, and, you, didn't, you didn't build the ark. And the thing is, sometimes um, this is why what Jonathan brought up in verse four, when a good man is speaking, a wise man and a wise young woman will hear because the things that I'm telling you guys, you haven't been through it yet. So you have to, in a sense, trust me of what I'm saying so that just in case it happens, you'll be prepared for it. So. So it's just like that example you brought up. So if a fire tornado comes up, so if I'm if I've been preparing you for this fire tornado, you might never see it, but if it comes, you're not going to be freaked out cuz it's coming. You're going to mm-hmm. be like, "All right, I'm ready. I'm ready for it. I've never seen it. I haven't experienced it, but I'm ready for it." And see, that's what wisdom helps you guys do. It helps you be ready for situations that you're not ready for. And so that's that's all that a wise man is trying to give you guys. Man, that's a Y'all are giving me sermons, bro. <laughs> bro, this is this is good. That's great. So what's the next one? You got Proverbs 1, 5. There was another one too, right? Um, it was Proverbs 27, 17. And as um it reads, Iron sharpeneth iron, so a man sharpeneth the countenance of his friend. And when I thought about this verse, I was thinking, like, you know, like sometimes we don't see our youth minister as like a friend, I guess. Like we kind of see them as like, you know, they're the minister. And then they're just like higher up than us. Like they're just there to like coordinate everything. Like 
no like they're they're like a friend like they they become your friend like like me and sam like and jordan like we're all good friends and like he's not just the youth minister to us like he's more than that he's he's a friend yeah. to us like that's what they that's what the youth minister should start becoming like they're like like you should start becoming a friend like seeing him as a friend not just as someone that coordinates the things that y'all do because like when you start seeing them as a friend like they start they're gonna they they should start encouraging you like i every time i've gone to them and seen them as a friend and just talked to them like they always have something to say some of it always like to tell like even if it's just like you're having fun or even if it's just something you need to ask them about like they are gonna have your back like that's that's like where i've gotten and like they've encouraged me to do things that i never thought i could do that's it that's good sam Nah, you can like always like go on with that walking hand in hand with a friend. Like you can go go look at Genesis five with Enoch. Yeah, I mean you could go mm-hmm. to like the Second yeah. Kings with Elijah and Elisha. You know, back to Paul with Titus and Timothy, and sort of Philemon in a way. And I mean, you, it's all over. Like you know, if you you know you kind of can run into uh, uh, I think it's like Matthew nineteen or twenty with like the rich rich young ruler. Yeah. It'd be like, hey, I want to be your friend. It's like, well, okay, here, here's, 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 here's what it's going to cost you. Yeah. You know, if you, if you want, if you want to, you want to come inside, you, here's what it's going to cost. You got to put, you got to put away, you know, the, the sparklers, the flashy lights, the video games, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it, 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 you know, it's like, okay, you got to put that away. And it's like, well, I don't, I want, I want, I want to go to the movies. I don't, I don't want to read the Bible. Yeah. Uh, I, I have a date. I'm, I'm, I don't, I don't want to hear what you have to say about marriage. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, and, you know, I'm just going to go do go do my own way. And then, you know, back, back to, you know, gen, like Genesis eight and seven, you know, then going back to, uh, to, I mean, like, you know, you can, you can, you can go to look at uh, Exodus. Uh, I mean, like, you know, oh, now you're wandering or, or now you're drowning, you know, or, you know, you're, there's going to be something's happening if you don't listen. And it's just, you know, if you don't, because look, the hands being reached out to you, whether or not you take it, then it kind of goes back to like youth ministry. It's like you didn't have to spend time with us, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, like I mean, you got paid a little bit, but like not enough to justify all of the crap we put you through. <laughs> I mean, like Jamie would be like, you know what? Like, as soon as like someone like hit another kid, and now I have to deal with parents being mad at me because they're <laughs> misbehaved, I'd be like, I'm not getting paid enough. For this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got schoolwork I got to do, you know, yeah. you know, I like to go find me a wife, you know, instead of spending time with you kids, you know, I, there's things I'd rather be doing, <laughs> but I'd rather just, you know, but I'm here for your benefit, you know, and you kind of can see that in college a little bit is like, uh, one of my accounting professors, she was a CFO for a major company for like 30 years, you know, that's like, you know, big money, but now she's a professor at a college and it's like, she, she's getting, she took a pay cut just right. because what she wants to do. So, yeah, like, like, oh, who cares what she has to say? Uh, she has more experience than you will ever have, you know, yeah. and, and took a pay cut to tell you, give you that experience, you know, to give you that wisdom. It's like, she doesn't have to be here. She could be sitting at a, at a nice beach resort, in, you know, in Florida in her condo because she's making, you know, six figures a year, you know, being a CFO. You know, she doesn't have to be here, like dealing with you, if your complaints and your excuses. Yeah in your work and why you, why, you, why you don't understand don't want to do the work yeah, yeah. see and let, let me give a quick uh psa to parents and kids out there see what you mentioned and i don't want to 
I'm not taking, I hope you don't take it and our listeners take this as gloating, but this is just the reality of what ministry and youth ministry is. So like you said, so it's not like ministers and youth ministers, you know, get bank. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like, you know, we're, you know, the richest guys in the world. Um, and so you got to think, and even at the time at the school, you know, so you're in a, a five-year school condensed to two years, you know, you got obligations there, you got obligations for other people, you got obligations to the congregation. And when I was hired on, now you have obligations to the kids and the parents. That's a lot of hard work for one person. Yeah, and yeah. so now that's just, that's, that was training. I hadn't, that wasn't really, I mean, it was a job, but that wasn't, you know, the real thing that I have now. So now I think parents and kids and even members need to understand a youth minister and a minister in general can make stuff look easy because all you really do, you just see him on Sunday most times, but you don't understand the work that he puts in for those kids, for you, for college age, for whatever. So I think more respect and more iron sharpening iron would happen if everyone else understood what the minister was doing and the minister understood what everybody else was doing. There has to be that mutual respect in order for iron to really sharpen iron. Because if, if you're sitting there and be like, well, I'm not going to listen to him. You know, he doesn't have that much. I mean, he really doesn't do anything else. He doesn't have to work a job like I do. He didn't have to do. Yeah, but you don't see the stuff behind the scenes. You know what I mean? And the same thing for you guys. So I can't hound you guys, but then not understand they might have had a tough week at school. They might have had a tough – different homes are different. Homes are built different in a youth group. So you don't understand what happened that week at home. So the goal should be when we're together is to sharpen each other with iron. And I'll tell you guys, I don't think you guys know this. When we were at the school, you know, you talked about how the youth helped the youth minister. Well, there was times where you guys helped me out without even knowing. There was a time where uh, – I wanted to quit. I wanted to quit. Just I, I kind of wanted to go back to college, what I was doing before school, and just kind of take what I had and just go back home. And just I wanted to quit. And there was one Sunday we had a um, we had a youth event. We did something, and then we studied, and we we hung out like we normally did. And uh, I just didn't want to start another week. I was tired. And then I think both you guys sent me a text, and you were like, "Hey, man, thanks for tonight." You know, we really needed this tonight. And that's what kept me going. I was like, man, if I quit, if I quit, then they'll see that. Well, when things got hard, Jordan quit. Or when things got hard, then he. So I couldn't do that because I didn't want you guys to quit and then other people to quit. So the youth really, when the relationship happens, the youth actually helps the youth minister too. So my, I'm a human too. So my iron needs sharpening. So we both are to sharpen one another. Man, that's a good, bro. This is this is getting a little deeper than what I. This is good, bro. That was good. Yeah, because like you're not no youth minister really driving away in like a Mercedes or any or a car that you know even functions properly. Bro, I you had know. a Batmobile, bro, and and y'all rode in <laughs> yeah. that all the time. That was fun, bro. Yeah, but like at the same time though, we'd be in the parking lot, being like kicking the thing, like hoping it <laughs> it turns over and it cranks. <laughs> hey bro that took us everywhere we love the batmobile man i know but like you know this it's, but like it's like what you're saying it's like uh, you know <laughs> you, like most most people in like preaching getting started you know don't they don't have the luxuries of like you know someone that does work a job you know they're taking pay cuts yeah there you know and uh i mean, I mean like go, and like going further i mean you can go look at uh i think it's sermon on the mount 
Whereas like Jesus is saying, take my yoke because it's it's easy and it's light. Burden's light, yeah. Yeah, but he's not say, he's not saying, yeah, I'm just here, take it off, go go have fun, you know. I got you. You know, this isn't Calvinism where like, oh, oh, you're good, you know. Just you know, just say a little prayer and you know, I'll, I'll see I'll see you next week. Yeah. It's, it's not that. It's you know, he's still going. You still got a burden, even though it's lighter and maybe easier. Yeah. You still got you know, to yeah. put in work. I think yeah. I'll also like think like with what you were saying about like you know like we sharpen the youth minister's iron as well like that kind of like that like that like continuation like like I guess like keeping you going like I don't know like when you said that like I feel like I feel like like those like that's how you're gonna be the best person that you are like you need you can't just like when you start feeling like you need to give up like there's you gotta start to lean on somebody else like you can't just yeah give up. I guess like that that's sort of where I was like well that's a good that's a good point because like if you're not if you're not always needing some if you're just always saying like you're you got it the all the way like then like you're when you get tough when it gets tough like you're gonna give up right. and, like you got you gotta try to get through that with somebody else if you need the help and this is what I and this is just and I'm gonna speak for some ministers here too but a lot of us don't say this but we we need it um some of the best I mean, we are to encourage ourselves through the scripture. So remember when David, uh, the city of uh, the city burned down of Agag and everybody blamed him. And so then David encouraged himself when everybody else turned on him. So we're not talking about like a dire situation like that, but we're talking about when you're in a, a home congregation, whether it's regular ministry, youth ministry, whatever, you know, one of the best things you can give to that man, whether he's married, single, doesn't matter. The best thing you can give to him is even if it's a, a random text throughout the week, because what that, like you guys said, what that man does, he has dedicated his entire life to you. He could be doing something else. He may have taken a pay cut to stay where he is because he cares about the specific youth, college age, and whoever else that is there. Mm -hmm. So the best thing that you can give him, he doesn't want your money. He doesn't want all this other stuff. He just wants and we're not we're not preaching for this, but it's nice to have because we're human too. He wants that appreciation. So hey man, we appreciate the work you're giving. Because he's giving everything he's got to everybody else, but that same energy isn't given back to him. So no wonder we have so many preachers and youth ministers quit, because what happens is we give our hearts to everybody, but then everybody else that takes it doesn't give the effort to give it back. So then we're like, well, I guess we're not appreciated. And then, well, I'll go work in a secular field. I'll go back to what I was doing. You know, so it, it's it's the relationship is two sided. It's not one way. It's never been one way. It never will be. So that's really good, too. Um, what's the next? What's the last one you got here in Second uh, Timothy? Uh, the last verse I have was Second Timothy four, seven. And it's uh, I have fought the good fight. I have finished my course. I've kept the faith. And um, like for that verse, I was thinking like. Like, you know, for the relationship between, like, a teacher, I guess, like, or a youth minister and, like, you know, who, like, the youth and, or just, yeah, like, they're, they're, like, at the end, like, when they see their, when they see their youth grow, and when they see their youth, like, benefit off of what they've done, or, like, the encouragement that they've given them, when they see their benefits, like, they, like, they're, like, I finished my course, like, I fought the diff, like, I, you know, I, I did, I, I did something, you know, like, and like that encouragement, like it don't, it doesn't only just boost the person, like boost us as youth. Like when you've encouraged me or 
like Evan, that that's our youth minister at Forza now. Like when he's when they when y'all have done that, like when you see us succeed, like it's not only just us succeeding that feeling, but like y'all have succeeded because of what you've told us to do. Yeah. And it's that yeah. two way thing that you're talking about, that two way street that you're talking about. Yeah, that's good, Sam. Yeah, I, I agree with that because like going back to like those those days where it's just like three the three of us and maybe like Matt if, and maybe like I don't know someone else yeah and it's like okay it's like you know it's this is fun you know but it's just you know it's, it's just a cut, little not much you know I mean it, you know and it, it, and it can kind of get it discouraging a little bit you know but you know if you keep the faith and you know finish the course you know I, I feel like on some levels, if you compare like people where they start off, no one's really going to start off in the same place spiritually as yeah. like a new convert or as like a teenager. Because like you said, there's different backgrounds and, and you know, lives, lives that are lived through everybody. And, and I mean, like, I think you'd be surprised by some of the people that actually showed up and, you know, you know, day in, day out, you know, for like the youth, youth events, like whether it be like we're cleaning up, I don't know, ladies days like trash they just you know the ladies just you know had their ladies days and now there's you know we got to move we got to do that or you know we got to clean out uh a closet for you know the education people you know for for the ladies that teach bible class you know that stuff stuff that's really not that fun yeah you know, and that stuff you're like oh I'll, I'll take a rain check you know yeah i'm gonna go yeah, i'm gonna go somewhere up, else you know and, and it's like you look at the people that, that stuck with it and you see you see where they're at now where they where you might have thought initially oh they're not going to keep it you know they're going to get out and they're so they're gonna be sayonara yeah some people you know it's like they they stayed with it even though they were maybe not in the best place you know kind of like the the publican and like the pharisee and the praying you know you might start off with the guy that's on his knees he won't look you know he's in the back of the building you know and then you, yeah. you look at the guy that's up front you know he's he's come from a nice family split together and then you know you think oh oh that guy's you know he's he's gonna he's gonna keep it and then go off to college and Where's, where's Tony? Oh, Tony don't care no more. He's gone. <laughs> you know, but where, where's, where's Steven, the guy that, you know, that has dirty clothes, bad parents, you know, he had, he had a lot of problems. No, he's still there. You know, it's like, you know, if you, if you do this, you'll see results. You know, it might not, it might not be the most fun thing, but if you finish the race, you'll see, you'll see the results. Thank you for saying that. So this is what, and that's the goal. See, when you stick with faith, See, this is why, guys, even with small stuff like cleaning that stuff, doing all that other stuff, studying, this is why you don't want to do that because it's not fun. So it's not fun, then I'm not going to do it, and it's not, it doesn't add value to my life because it's not fun. Well, the thing is, when you have faith, faith isn't always fun. You know, faith is hard. You know, and, and I still struggle with my faith. Faith is hard to build. It's hard to, it's hard to live. It's hard to study. But no one really wants to dig in. We just want to have fun and then come to worship and just think our faith is growing, but it's not. So, you know, the goal of the of the youth minister is to help your faith grow. But then, like we said before, in the last point, we help um, you guys help our faith grow. So the only way and here's what we've been trying to teach our kids here. The only way that your faith is going to grow is through the word is through no experience because everybody's life is hard. Now, your life might be harder in a sense than someone else's, but the question becomes, what excuse has God ever taken for life being hard from anybody, from nobody? So think about, think about, think about Joseph. He did everything right. 
but his life was hard for 16 years. So if Joseph would have made an excuse, would God have taken it? No. What about Job? His life was hard, right? His life was hard. So would he have, would God have taken an excuse? He actually didn't take the excuse from Job. He actually told Job, well, why don't you answer me? You know, so the thing about it is, guys, life is hard and we got to understand life is hard. So we can't just make an excuse. Well, since life is hard, then I'm not going to grow my faith. So this is why, like the guys you mentioned, these aren't real guys, by the way. (laughs) So he mentioned like Tony and all that. So we don't know, like, but as an example, so this is why guys like the uh, the invisible Tony that we're talking about, (laughs) this is why they leave because they read, well, life is hard. Well, I'm not going to do anything. Well, I had opportunities to grow, but then I just ran off and had fun with everybody else. So now the hurricane comes and now I don't know how to deal with it. And then the sad part about it is, guys, then guess who gets the blame for it? The youth minister. (laughs) Exactly. But the thing is, we got to You got to look in the mirror. So did the youth minister give you every opportunity to be successful? Yeah. Did he give you every opportunity to grow? Yeah, but were you there? Well, no, I just wanted to go off and hang with the boys. Well, no, I wanted to go and have fun. Hey, I wanted to go and go, okay. The opportunity was given. So you can't say the opportunity was not given to you. And that's that's the thing about the gospel is this is why we teach. Because God's not going to accept any excuses, you know, on the day of judgment. So this is, and as we kind of, as we kind of close this, these were some great verses that we want you guys to go back and look at and read these verses again for those that are listening. And again, you know, when we were in Memphis, I would always kind of have some uh, words of wisdom for these guys. So I'm going to do it now. So here's some, here's a couple of things guys that I've learned since I've left um, that I failed at, but I'm getting better at. And so just some, some things that we can, uh, we can grow in. So we'll have a little, uh, a youth office talk like we used to. <laughs> so, so here's the first thing. So the first thing that um, that I failed in, but I'm trying to get better at, is you got to stay humble. You got to stay humble. Um, remember, you know, remember with Nebuchadnezzar, I think it was like Daniel eight. Uh, remember when he came out to the palace, he was like, "Look at everything I built. You know, look at my palace. Look at all this stuff." The next thing you know, you know, God turns him into a beast, and you know, he's eating grass. You know, so the, the big thing for us is especially as guys, it's hard for us to stay humble sometimes because we think we're so, so if we have this nice car, if we have this nice, you know, whatever, if we have this relationship, then we're better than so-and-so or we're better than that person. You got to stay humble because no matter what point at life you get in, whether you're poor, rich, whatever, there's always something you got to learn. So one thing I did wrong was I thought I was higher than what I was. So I had to be taken down like Nebuchadnezzar. So now I'm building back up. So always stay humble. So sometimes when the Lord knocks people down, they don't get back up. So don't let the Lord, don't get, don't let it get to the point where the Lord has to knock you down and it's hard for you to get back up. Just listen now. All right. So then the second one, this is a big one too. Uh, Learn to, and this is one of my problems, learn to control your ego. So I, I know, remember those days we played EOB and how heated it used to get, bro? <laughs> so remember, remember, you know, throwing, you know, throwing the ball, the, the uh, feet getting stuck in the, in the wall, all that stuff. So here's, 
here's the thing. As guys, we're naturally competitive. So we got to learn to control our ego. Again, you know, remember with Proverbs 16, uh, when it talks about pride comes before the fall, you got to control that ego because you got to think, remember with, and the thing about ego is you got to be okay with being wrong. So remember with Cain and Abel, when they both offered the sacrifice and God accepted Abel's, but not Cain's. And so if Cain would have controlled his ego, then he wouldn't have killed his brother. But because he was so mad that he was wrong, he killed his brother out of his anger and his ego. So the thing is, some things are going to happen sometimes and your ego is going to be bruised, right? Whether it's family, whether it's a girl, whether it's whatever, your ego is going to be bruised some way. So just be ready for it. It's going to be bruised. But and it might be your fault. Most most times it probably will be. Or it might be someone else. It doesn't matter. But whatever, don't let your ego take control when it's bruised. All right. Then number three. Oh, this is a big one too. <laughs> learn, learn to accept the L's. Learn. <laughs> I knew, I knew Sam was going to get weak, bro. Learn to, learn to accept the L's uh, and keep moving forward, man. Cause here's the thing. Uh, like we talked about before, as guys, we're very competitive. And a lot of us, a lot of us know how to win. So when things are working out, it's all good. But when things don't work out, we don't know how to lose. So the, the thing is, sometimes you're going to try at something, whether it's a job, whether it's, you know, school, whether it's a relationship, no matter what it is, and you're going to fail. And you're not going to, you're not going to get it right. So the thing is, learn to accept that loss and just keep going. <laughs> so don't dwell on the loss, right? Don't, don't get mad at the loss. Don't get mad at yourself. Just take the L, learn from the learn from the loss, right, and keep moving forward. Says so a lot of times what happens is instead of learning from the loss, then we get bitter, right? We get envious, we get jealous, all that stuff. So just learn to take the L. All right. And then here's here's the last one. Um as guys, and um, this is a problem that I've seen in some youth groups moving forward. A lot of guys complain because of what they don't got. So think about, so if you don't have money, most guys today complain because they don't have money. If they don't have, if they don't have this relationship, guys complain that nothing's happening. So here's my advice that my parents gave me that I want to give you guys. Um, when, especially as guys, um, you got to learn and myself too, we got to stop complaining. So, so when things don't work out, you know, when things don't work out, we got to stop complaining about why it's not working. Because like we said before, did God ever accept any excuses from any guy in the Bible ever? No, <laughs> never did. So remember, think about Adam. Remember in Genesis? So who ate of the fruit first? Right? Yeah. Eve, Eve yeah. ate first. So then when God came looking for somebody, who did God come looking for? He came looking for Adam. But then what did Adam say to God? This woman that you gave me. Yeah. See, here's the thing. God does not deal well with dudes that give excuses. Yeah. So like life is hard as guys. So sometimes you're not going to get that encouragement. Sometimes you're not going to get all this stuff. But you can't you can't sit there and complain. God still expects us to work. So yeah. we, we, we can't we can't complain. So. 
remember, so what was Adam's punishment after that? So remember, Eve would have the 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 hard birth with with childbirth, but what was Adam's punishment? I mean, he had to work. You got to work. So the thing about if as a man, if you're running away from work, then you're not fulfilling your duty as a man. So you got to work. So don't be afraid to. So here's three things that we can work at as guys and stop complaining at. So don't be afraid because remember, Adam, from that point forward, he said, you're going to start sweating from your brow. So you got to work. So don't be afraid to sweat at your job. So there's there's been jobs that I didn't want. But I worked hard because that's what the Lord wanted me to do. I hated it. I hated every second of it. <laughs> right. But I didn't I didn't want to wash cars with with certain uh, certain smoking plants in them. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to I didn't I didn't want to clean those cars. Right. I didn't want to clean anybody, everybody else's dirt. But I had to. I didn't want to go out every day when it was blazing hot in a 100 degree truck and deliver packages and then still have to preach and do. I didn't want to do that, but we can't complain. We just got to do it. So, I mean, give, give yourself a day to complain, but then after that, just go to work. So don't be afraid to sweat at your job Two, Don't be afraid to sweat uh, at your relationships. So a lot, it's like with, with everybody. So I'm talking about with your family, with, with your mom, with your, with your girlfriend, no matter what it is. So don't be afraid to sweat at those things. So a lot of times is we complain about those things too. Well, man, she tripping. Why? <laughs> she's not listening right now. How come she's not bro? But have you listened? You know, like, have you, have you been thoughtful of what, what's going on with her or what's going on with them? So instead of complaining about what's going wrong, just try to see what you can do. Now, what they do is on them, but just do what you can do. And then the last thing, don't be afraid to, uh, to sweat for Christ. You know, so many times we give Christ kind of scraps, um, but what we got to do, we got to work hard for him. And so, like you mentioned, uh, Jonathan, in Second Timothy chapter four, Paul said, I fought the good fight of faith. So Christ demands us to fight for him, to work for him. And so, guys, as, as we do these things, and these are kind of the talks that we would have sometimes um, while we were in Memphis. And so I thought I'd give, you know, the listeners kind of a glimpse of some of the stuff that we would talk about. But this is the type of stuff that helps the youth grow. And so I'm proud of these guys because now as they're in college and as they're becoming adults, they're not kids anymore. These guys, and the great thing about it is when you're in youth ministry and when you see these guys grow up, they'll start becoming your contemporaries, not your, not the guys under you. So you guys now are adults now. So now we can have adult conversations about the scripture because you guys learn now sometimes we'll still have silly conversations on on facetimes but we can still we can still have fun and do all that but i can treat you guys as adults now because you guys can handle this stuff now and so this is the great thing about iron sharpening iron is all of us have the chance to grow together and this is how you you learn to grow with your teacher and with the youth so you guys have anything else yeah that's a, I think that's a good thing. I think that that you know if, whoever's listening, like that, like if you're even if you like if even if you're a youth minister or you're just or you're under a youth minister, like like definitely use them as a resource. Like they're definitely there to give you some words of advice or give you something that they're struggling with. 
that you might not have thought of, but if it does come up, they're going to, they, they've told you about what they're going through and that that's going to help you from the advice that they're trying to give you. Yeah. You get through when it does come. Yeah, that's good. You got anything else, Sam? Yeah, I got it. If you you go back to Proverbs 27, if if you bump up to 20, I think 19 or 20, it's like hell and destruction are never full. Yeah. Are never full so so the eyes of men are never satisfied hmm. i mean because like, you can kind of be like oh i just want to have fun for a little bit i just want to go to the just want to go to the beach you know i don't want to put in, i don't want to put in the work you know then i'll be like you know but you got to go to the office to get that work done you know are you going to wind up you know in hell and you know <laughs> destruction when like the storm comes you're just be sitting here on the beach not doing anything be like you know life's good you know sometimes you know that girl i, I like that girl i'm going to go gonna go get that girl the girl's number or you know i kind of don't feel like doing anything today you know works a little too much for me and i'm good you know mm-hmm. the boss get on my nerves i'm just gonna sit here and do nothing and you know and, and you know you just, it's like you like, like your greed will never be satisfied for your your want to more yep you don't but that's why i myself included for sure is like if you don't deny yourself you know, not me, but he, he, you know, you know, if you want, if you want to be the, your I am instead of God's I am. Yeah. You know, you're going to get stuck there. Like, oh, I want, you're just going to get turned turned away and leave, go away sorrowful, you know, like in yeah. Matthew 19 or 20, the rich young ruler. Like, yeah, but I got a beach house. You got to sell it. Yeah. Go to yeah. But I don't have to work. You know, you got to get rid of it. Well, I don't want to do that. Well, you're just going to be on the beach and we'll get swept away, you know? Yeah. And the earlier, the earlier you can learn that lesson. And it's not like the Lord doesn't want us to enjoy things while we're here because he does. But at the same time, you got to, as you learn to use faith, the earlier that you learn to give certain stuff up, that's nothing. It's, it might not necessarily be wrong, but Hey, I can probably replace this with something spiritual the earlier you can learn to do that the better you're going to be moving forward so there's nothing wrong with you know going to a ball game there's nothing wrong with you know going out on a date there's nothing wrong with playing this video game but if those things take precedence over him then it's a problem so the earlier you can learn to give certain things up for him then it's not going to be a prop a problem for you when you're in college or when you're you know when you're older because you've already been doing it and so th- these are some things that we wanted to mention um, to the listeners here um, to help to learn to grow with your teacher. Yeah, I learned so much just from the just from this talk. And I told him I told him before it was over, just kind of talk like we're on a regular FaceTime. And this is, you know, this is just, you know, next thing you know, I think this is like 40 minutes, you know, 30 minutes just of talking with scripture. You know, and mm-hmm. I think it's the beautiful thing that um, as you work with people, you should be able to see them grow. So I've seen you guys grow from the time I was there. Um, I'm glad you guys are doing well. Um, I, I hope that uh, we can have you guys here next year yeah. or or later on this year just to come up and visit and hang out at my place or whatever. So looking forward to that. Appreciate you guys. Again, uh, for you listeners, um, continue to subscribe on YouTube and find it wherever you get your podcasts. Um, and then we will be back, Lord willing, on Monday. Yes, on Monday with another podcast. So be looking forward to that. And uh, we will see you guys next week. Thanks, guys.